93.3. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calta Show. 707 on The Mike Calta Show. It's 1025 The Bone. Dominic Ferriello will join us in the 9 o'clock hour to take your legal calls. Start thinking about it now if you've got a legal question. Tom will uh, take your call a little bit later on. Friday, we got Free Gas Friday brought to you by Farrah and Farrah. We'll let you know Friday morning where it's going to be. Start lining up. I might let everybody know on Thursday. What do I care? I got, oh, three, okay. I got three weeks left in this nah. job. Why not? Going out in flames. <laughs> I'm half kidding, half serious. Like, I'm not really mad, but there is only a couple of days left. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what's happening after that, but Vacation. I have a feeling it'll all work itself out. How about have that? Some fun we should probably take Friday off. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if I, if I can find a flight that gets me out of here Thursday afternoon, I'm going to be back on Saturday. So mm-hmm. if I can take a flight that gets me out of here on Thursday afternoon and back on Saturday, I'm going to the Ranger Lightning game. Damn so, right. In, in New York, in my Kucherov jersey, throwing middle fingers at everybody. <laughs> I feel safer because I'll be with my friends. So even though they're all Ranger fans, I'll still be, I'll be surrounded by my friends in Ranger in Ranger jerseys. So that'll be fun. That'll be nice. Yeah. I'm already on a text chain where I'm getting uh, mother after every five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Might as well be happening in real life. Uh, all right, uh, it's time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. Um, I've been. T- I was telling him off the air. I've been fighting with Bernie Sanders for the last couple of days. <laughs> You've been fighting with Bernie Sanders? Yes. Uh, Does Bernie- he know this? Yes. Oh yeah. Do well, you think I mean, Bernie's like? I don't know. I've been telling you guys, but I've been fighting with Mike Calton for several days. <laughs> Bernie, I don't know, I don't know who this kid is. What is it? He He's coming after me. Telling all of his friends. He, I did. He is uh, posting on Instagram ridiculous gun things and blaming everything on guns and i look i get that people are so upset it's a horrible horrible tragedy and the more you see the more details that come out you just it's just so sad i'm a father i have a nine-year-old daughter i'm i'm in it man i i get it it's it's awful but at the same time i'm not i'm i'm not quick to blame just the guns i look at the reality of the situation you get some lunatic that wants to kill a bunch of people they're gonna find a way to do it uh, and nobody wants it. Bernie Sanders is all, time to bend assault rifles. Well, there was no assault rifle. There was just a rifle, and it's all this misinformation that they keep putting out there, and I don't like that. And then he's and then he, he's like, um, uh, in other countries, this doesn't happen. It, it absolutely does happen. Uh, and in Australia, our friend Jim Jeffries told us they banned guns in Australia. And then Your they had friend. To, then they had to bring them back because yeah. there was someone's crime. I mean, it's just insane. You got you got uh, Chicago and, and all these places that you can't get guns, and they have the highest crime rates. Mm-hmm. People want to get guns, they'll get guns. That's mm-hmm. the, the bottom line. Now, you know, what you're doing for security in these schools and what you're doing for people with mental health issues. And you're, I mean, look at <clears throat> right here. We we're just talking about it's in the paper today. Uh, the, our sheriffs in the state don't mess around. From Chad Cronister to uh, Grady Judd to this guy that arrested the ten-year-old over the weekend, there's they don't mess around. When there's uh, somebody making a threat and doing something, they investigate all the threats and they will prosecute. They have no favoritism. They have nobody. They're just coming after everybody, and that's kind of the way you have to do it. 
And uh, I don't know. The more information that comes out of this thing, the more the horrible the situation is. Yeah. is. Yeah, it's just, I mean, what could have been prevented, what wasn't, the mother who went in and got her kid, the teachers who were protecting their own kids. It's just, it's just awful all around. But Bernie Sanders is dumb. He's a dumb old man. He's sweet as can be. Like, yeah. I wish he was my neighbor, and I'd be like, hey, Mr. Sanders, I got your garbage pails, but I don't want to make him... Any rules for, for yeah. me whatsoever. One thing I learned was never trust a man in a cowboy hat. Oh, <laughs> because what? those the, the you know they're saying now this police department just totally screwed up everything. Oh, yeah. man. and they're up there in their press conferences and their dumb cowboy hats. Mm. I can't take you serious with a cowboy hat on. I'm that sorry. is a weird. Even even when I drive by a, a highway patrolman and he's wearing that little that little hat like that guy yeah. hanging around with the monkey. What was his name? Curious George's friend, <laughs> the guy with the yellow hat. That that's was him. The, he was yeah. the guy in the yellow hat. That's yeah. That's the Florida Highway Patrol guys. I want to be like, why are they making you wear that hat? It's <laughs> I unnecessary. I know. I guess it's like a Texas thing, but you look like a complete right. idiot. Yeah, <laughs> right. I can't you, take you serious. Can't wait, keep waiting for Hoss Cartwright to come yeah. in there. And, yeah. you know, about, you know, we chased him around the town. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, me and Bernie have been going on it. I, I like that though. I mean, it's been pretty peaceful to be honest with you. It's not a lot. Nobody's cursing each other out yet. I have no problem having a. Uh, an educated, calm conversation with people. That is nice because most people get very emotionally charged about this kind of stuff, and then they just want to yell because they're not mad at the they're mad at the situation. They're yeah. mad at the fact that these poor kids were murdered by this psychopath, and that it makes us all upset. And people want to do something. And it's understandable, think, but you got to think, take a step back, think clearly, and not just knee jerk no, reaction. No. Yeah, you got a knee jerk reaction. Mm. Immediately, just go with your first thought and don't think about the consequences. I know, and it's crazy. And then, then they they take everybody's rights away, and then oh. ten years from now, people go, "Wait, oh. how did that happen?" You go, "Well, it happened when that one week when everyone was super pissed off, and oh. then they By made the way, all these uh, rules." Curious, George, the man in the yellow hat <laughs> is his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I am uh, I you know people are like what do you need an AR fifteen for I don't know, the same reason I need a handgun or, or any other gun to protect my home and my family or if I decide to go shooting as a high I need I, why do you need a car that goes over seventy five yeah miles right per hour? <laughs> right there's no, the law only lets you go seventy five at the most and certainly unless you're in Germany. Why do you need one that goes over that? Yeah, it's just funny. I, I don't know. People, I, I'm not mad at people either because people just want an answer because they want some sort of way to be sure that this isn't going to happen again to their kids or other kids. And I totally get it, man. It's it's such a sad situation. But anyway, we got a lot of, uh, of other news to get to. But first, I just want to say we haven't talked about it because we went on Thursday. But how about Top Gun? <gasps> oh, man, I can't wait to see it again. I'm proud to say. I stayed awake for 98% of it. <laughs> did you like when Han Solo showed up? Again? Oh, no. No. I was awake too long, Gio. I, once or twice I did a little bit of a nod. A little bit of a nod, but that was it. What about the seance for Goose? Oh, <laughs> dude. And flew into the engine. That's when uh, Force Ghost Goose showed up and yeah. caught the Maverick. Good. I, will, I will go out of my way to not spoil anything. I'm not going to say anything about oh. the movie. Other than the fact that it was really good, it's fantastic. Yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise is good. Val Kilmer was good. Yeah. Uh, the kid Miles, Miles Teller, Teller is just great. Yeah. He's great as uh, Goose's son because John he Hamm. looks like him. Yeah, he looks like Goose. He acts like Goose. There were enough throwbacks to the first movie to make it cool and not too cheesy. Right. And uh, Carmen, you just saw the first Top Gun the night before you saw this one. So what did right. you think? I thought they did a fantastic job. They didn't try to, like, remake it. They didn't try, you know. I, did you like the first one? Yes, I did. It wasn't too cheesy, like 80s cheesy? Yeah, no, 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 no. It was a good storyline and everything like that. Like, there was just, you know. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought they did a great job. I will say I watched the uh, older one with Karishma over the weekend. And Carmen, you're 100% right. When uh, Goose hits that tarp, mm-hmm. you really can't tell that he's dead. Because it just looks like he like, oh, bumps spoiler it. Spoiler alert. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry. It's been 30 years. Yeah. yeah. But it looks like he just like bumps it gingerly with right. his head. And then all of a sudden he's bleeding in the water. And you go, oh, he's, yeah. I guess that doesn't he's really. He's probably okay. Yeah. Probably- <laughs> yeah. Goose. Yeah. Goose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I, like I get it when they eject from their seeds. They, you know what I mean. They're really pew, pew, like pew. going yeah. up. They're rocketing themselves <laughs> out. But the way they did it in like slow motion, it takes away from the whole thing. And you're just like, oh, he just oh. Bumped, he just so, bumped his head. Yeah. So the thing, the thing that doesn't make sense is that he goes, Goose, watch the tarp. First of all. You can't watch it. What happens is you pull that thing and it explodes the, the tarp off, and then you get ejected from your seat. So it wasn't like you have the option to duck. Or, I don't know right, what he was, yeah. like. He didn't have Put your to, hands up. He didn't have to say that in the movie. Um, and do you know that uh, there was uh, not too long ago, a couple of years ago, there was a story where a guy went to uh, an air show where they let people get in and sit in the planes, and this guy pulled the ejection <gasps> thing, and it, and it was supposed to be dismantled, and it wasn't. He smashed himself oh. and killed himself in the in the plane. So uh, the ejection seat went off. Him. Yeah, you deserve yeah. that. You deserve that if you're in there pulling handles yep. and stuff. Did, don't you have Don't you have a friend who? Yeah, that? yeah. I didn't think you were gonna bring up. My, I have a friend who was in the Navy who worked on aircraft carriers, and she was an engineer on a couple of the fighter planes, and she said it, it's unfortunate how often people uh, troops would be working on some of the planes. And they'll hit the wrong fuse, and they'll light up the ejection seat inside the aircraft carrier, and they just splat on the ceiling. Yeah. She said it's really hard to watch, and then obviously the cleanup crew is also there. You got to go squeegee your friend off of the And she said it happens a lot. Really? Yeah. Maybe they should fix that. Yeah, Yeah. you would think there would be some sort of... You know, take the fuse out, remove the seat, do yeah. the thing, whatever. I don't know. Obviously, it's happening so much that you can't do that. But yeah. I don't know, isn't there a big on-off switch or something? You would think. And, man, this is what she said, so I don't know, you know, the validity to it, but she, she has a couple of stories where after she told me, I was like, oh. Imagine being the parents of a Hi, oh, my, was he murdered in action? Not really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was on. He was in the plane. I Did it crash? They, I think Not they, really. Well, I think they tell you that anyway, though. Mm. They they, give they probably me say it's in action. Yeah. yeah. They give me heroes burial. Yeah. yeah. It's a hero's burial, yeah. but you know. really they just sweep you off the side. Will yeah. you be sending his remains back here? We have a squeegee. <laughs> yeah. That oh. has his DNA on it. If you want to see that. Yeah. Poor goose. Yeah. Uh, so so I will tell you that Top Gun is. And I don't need to tell you because everybody's telling you how great it is, but Top Gun is the as good as the first movie with the special effects of Mission Impossible. Yeah. It, it's very Mission Impossible-like, and it is really good. I can say that even if you sit in the cheap seats, it's just as enjoyable <laughs> as if you're up in the like uh, penthouse, uh-huh. yeah. uh-huh. you know, really box. The marquee suites. The marquee suites, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, it's just as enjoyable if you sit down in, the, in like the third <laughs> row in the cheap seats. <laughs> I that, what are those seats like down there? Are they comfortable? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Do they recline? Uh, you don't really go for comfort. You go for the proximity to the screen. Feels. I felt like I was right up in the so you were down there. Yeah, yeah. That's why they were better up there. So know. I bought uh, ten tickets, <laughs> and Gio brought his wife. Which all morning it was like, oh, just, I might just come straight from work, and then 
ends up bringing his wife, and we're like, Gio, sit over here. And he's like, no, I'll sit downstairs. My wife is here. Which, there were a lot of extra seats. I know, but they all showed us sold out on on yeah. line. I yeah. bought the tickets. But I thought, like, Spanish or Joe would have at least texted Gio. Absolutely not. And nope. been like, hey, no. you guys, there's <laughs> no. room. Come up here. And then, like, midway through the movie, I, like, looked around, and I didn't see Gio. And I was like, maybe I should text him. I was like, but oh, we're happy. I don't know whether you want to be texting. In the well, theater. so yeah. that's, sure. that's why I didn't do it. So I was like, I'm not pulling out my phone. And then I look over, and I see Mike on his phone, and I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, something's gonna... <laughs> I texted I was Gio. On phone. I was on my phone? Yeah, you got on your fo- you were on your phone for a little bit, but... I texted Gio oh. right at the beginning of the movie. You know why? Because I was taking pictures of Bob. Yeah. I wanted to oh, tweet yeah. it because he looked like Will Coons. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sure it was an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you told me to bring my wife originally, and then... <laughs> no. Well, yes. No. The first round, yeah. And then I was like, and then on Friday, you're like, talking about who's all going. I go, oh... I guess I'm not bringing my wife now. Yeah. yeah. We, we no, I don't remember out. it like that. I remember you saying, no, you weren't going to bring your wife. <laughs> no, I said I was. It was a great move when you showed up on the balcony with your wife and you said, hey, everybody, here's my wife. What? <laughs> <laughs> you should have been like, I'll see you after the movie, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go sit and steer it. She, she offered. She's like, well, I'll just go sit down there by myself. She's like, oh. I know you want to sit up here with your friends. I go, don't yeah. call them friends. I, uh, I got to tell you, the recline is the way to go. Yeah. You yeah. get to lay back well, you know. and relax and you get food and drinks. And I like to feel really like nice. I'm in the in the movie. In the plane. I'm yeah. so close to the screen that you I'm like to look actually up. in with Tom Cruise. His neck actually after the movie hurt worse than Goose's neck. Yeah, dude. Who sat next to me? Uh, Polly on one side. And um, Templar, Templar, Templar. Oh, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Joe comes back with a thing of popcorn, and I was like, oh. It smelled good. Oh, it it's smelled delicious. delicious. Yeah, it smelled really good. I started good. biting my fingernails. Dude, I, like, oh. I didn't have one kernel of popcorn. What'd you yeah. eat? I ate a burger with no bun. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that Tell sucks. me about it. You might as well <laughs> sit in the cheap seats. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that bad. Well. <laughs> I, I still had a good time. Go see the movie. It's great. <laughs> it's a great movie. I got to tell you, I like going to the movies. I didn't yeah. realize it. Yeah. I, that yeah. was a great experience. Well, when you're sitting in the nice seats. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. I, I had a different experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, Tom Cruise's movies are made. originally wasn't going yeah. because she hadn't seen the movie. Yeah. And then so. I watched it. Yeah. Then so she, I got are you go. saying that she took your wife's seat? That's 100% what happened. <laughs> Yeah. Chad did, for sure. Yeah. yeah. She was like, great. my boyfriend is more important than Gio's wife. Basically, yeah. That's, mean, what, that's what happened. Yeah. We got squeezed out, but it's that's fine. How I, feel. I just purchased her a ticket and then yeah. we sat down there. I mean, hey, that's Carmen, how everyone feels, obviously. That's why we got the seats, because if that's not how everyone felt, then, you know, we wouldn't have sat there. Carmen, don't Bunch ever. Freeloaders. Don't ever try to uh, do sexy stuff in that in that balcony, even if you guys are alone. Why? Because one time over the Christmas break, Him Gary, Bobby Kelly tried to, <laughs> Gary tried to do sexy stuff. Yeah. And they got caught. Me and Gary Cannon went and we tried to go into the Cinebistro part of the top just for the comfortable seats. And they're like, no, it's not open tonight. It's closed. We're like, okay. So we went in and we sat in one row in front of it. And we're like, there's nobody there. There's nobody in there. So once the movie started, we we're like, let's just climb over. We climbed over the wall and sat in the seats. We're like, oh, this is better. Two seconds later, they were like, Hey, you guys can't be in. We got busted. Oh, yeah. and they made it. They made us climb back over the wall. Oh, really? oh yeah. Man. And uh, and I was like, damn. So they see everything, you know. So there's no chance of getting BJ's in there or anything. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. When we, because you know, we went up there just to say hi up in the seats, up in the you know fancy yeah. marquee suites. That was nice. Yeah. To stop by. But, yeah. but when we left to go back down the cheap seats, my wife did turn to me and say, "This is what it feels like to be Zoe." I guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Wow. She goes, did I, did I just get Zoe? I go, yeah, yeah that's what happened. Yeah, wait Joe, in the car. This is Joe in Spanish getting even with you for not letting him go see yeah. Ben. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I just got zoe <laughs> I'm trying to get my wife to do it with me on the plane Wait. when we go to uh, yeah. Greece. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to Greece, and we have the beds, the little bed seats, and we got two of them right next to each other. So I was like, "How do we not? Yeah, how do we not do it? At least just to say that we did it." You Absolutely. Know? Now is she, it? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, is, is it just you and your wife going to Greece, or is it you and your family? That's what she brought up too. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. wait a minute. She's like, even if it was logistically possible, how about the fact that our kids are in the next seat? And I was right. like, well, I'm just we're going to be under the covers. Doesn't lock. There's me. things you could do. You can both fit in one uh, yeah. little bed seat. No, they we're right next to each other. Oh, okay. So, but and there's no you could take the middle out so that oh. there's no yeah. And you don't have to have full on sex. You could just right. do a little yeah. action. There's something so we can say we did it. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, plus yeah, yeah. You know, something she could just face one way and I'll right. face the same way yeah. and be like, what's up? Has what's anyone ever done anything on a plane? I mean, I was by myself. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Mm. What? Uh, no, but uh, I've never I've never had the opportunity. I have been uh, for a radio stunt. I went up in a plane with a couple while they joined the Mile High Club. It was a radio bit that we did, but it was real. We went all the way up in a plane. Or we left out of the Tampa airport, uh, I mean the St. Pete airport. Went up in the plane, got up to a mile high, and then they did it, and I did play-by-play on the radio. Uh, and then one time, I was getting on a plane going to Vegas, and one of my buddies met a girl at the bar in the in the thing, and they did it on the plane on the way to Vegas. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know this was real. Yeah. And plus, he's a skinny little thing, so <laughs> if you're listening, you skinny little bastard, that, he was like, we're doing it. And he got, as he was walking to the bathroom, he's like, we're going to do it in the bathroom. I was like, oh, my God. Good for you. Yeah. On the like, way to proud. Vegas. On the way ah, to Vegas. He started off good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was good. Kind of downhill after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Carmen, have you? No. Oh, I'm not in the Mile High Club. No, I either. did watch some of those videos over the weekend. I'm trying to get back into porn. Wait, <laughs> girls doing stuff to guys on airplanes. Okay, okay. Like, I, here's the thing: if I'm in the seat, I see everything around me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I notice everything and I see things. So. I feel like even if somebody thinks nobody's looking, somebody's looking. Somebody's watching. Oh, yeah. Did you see the, uh, yes, the post I the best. Oh, no. What? What was uh, it? The video of the lady drying her thong on the airplane. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the air vent. Like, no. what? Uh, what? But How the, does nobody just cut her head off? Because the thing is, is now if you say something and then uh, she attacks you and then yeah. you're the instigator. I don't care. Look, I mean, it's, it's gross. A thong. If it's a thong, it's okay. Oh, no. You it, don't it, want it, was a, it was a wrong thong. If you would have uh, saw her, you would have no. been like, no, 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 no. Um, Do you no, imagine I, that smell just uh, wafting through? Why? <laughs> Why you gotta go there? Trying to eat my pretzels. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say um, the video of the woman who was sitting there and this little baby kept sticking her hand in there and slapping her arm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was adorable. All right, uh, let's check in with Galvin. He's got today's news. Uh, today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. If you're looking for shoes, Pelt has them right there in stock, ready for you. They're waiting for you. They're waiting in there for you. They have your size. They have your style. They have everything right there. You don't have to wait around for shipping or anything. And, of course, they have the Pelt Shoes experts that will make sure you get the perfect fit. That way you're not walking around with any foot pain or back pain or anything like that. When you stop into a Pelt Shoes, make sure you whisper my name, Galvin. Don't devil at him. Uh, and you're going to get 10% off your entire order. Pelt shoes, a perfect fit. So Canadian Prime Minister Justin, Justin Trudeau on Monday announced the introduction of a bill that would place a national freeze on handgun ownership across Canada. Uh, everybody, he, everybody applauded. 
here he uh, here he is uh, speaking about that. Uh, we have it on Bone TV as well. Take a listen. We're introducing legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. As a further part of this new legislation, we're also fighting gun smuggling and trafficking by increasing maximum criminal penalties and providing more tools for law enforcement to investigate firearm crimes. And we'll require the permanent alteration of long gun magazines so they can never hold more than five rounds. These are actions that doctors, experts and chiefs of police have been calling for for years. And we're acting on their advice. I also want to thank the advocates, many of whom are here today, for your tireless efforts. I know that for too many of you, grief and loss are at the root of the work that you do. And Greece. I want to recognize that, and on behalf of all Canadians, I want to thank you for your strength. Merci. Yeah. Word, I don't like the way he says handguns. He should never have a handgun. If you can't call it a gun, handgun. We're getting rid of our handguns. Very. <laughs> what about rifles? You can have those. Yeah. yeah. So then, and shotguns. There you yeah. go. Yeah, because I was thinking, I was like, well, Canada, you know, a lot of rural areas, a lot of hunting, a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah, that's all rifles. So they're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, it was, just, it was just Handguns. Handguns. Uh, did anybody, I, did anybody, people in Canada just let that happen? They just go, well, <clears throat> okay, we're good with that. So I'm reading a little bit about it, and it says that he has like a, a sweeping ban on on handguns. But then if you read on, it says uh, that he's given the municipalities the right to ban handguns. So t- Toronto could ban handgun ownership and sales while some of the other places might not. Right. So it and seems that, like a lot of... And any crime that happens, they point to the surrounding areas. Yeah. Handguns. Handguns. What about all the people who have handguns? Do they have to turn them in? Are they going to go yeah, get them? I think so. Or they if grandfathered you, in, probably. Yeah, but I mean, so then how do you, I mean, all the years that you were allowed to have handguns, how are they able to just go and now people get shot and they're like, well, yeah, it's an old gun. It's an old gun. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not. It's, it, you know what it is? That's panda, pandering. 100%. Handguns. Handgun pandering. Handgun. Uh, an 18-year-old Lutz man, Corey Anderson, was arrested Sunday for threatening to commit a mass shooting after deputies said he posted the images of himself with what appeared to be uh, show a handgun, a rifle, and a tactical-style right. vest. Handgun. Uh, the photo was posted with the caption that read, quote, Hey Siri, directions to the nearest school. Uh, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office said detectives determined the handgun, handgun, and rifle were actually airsoft guns, but called the type of post unacceptable. Yep. Anderson of Lutz was arrested in uh, Lutz and charged with uh, written or electronic threat to conduct a mass shooting or act of terrorism. you got to be a real goddamn moron if you're <laughs> doing something like that. Like, I, I just think of these this kid's parents. He may be a good kid or just, I don't know him at all. I don't know his history. But he may be a good kid who just thought he could get caught up in doing something that he thought was funny. If I was that kid's father, I'd be like, you're just a goddamn 
a moron. But I would also, smacking that kid. Good on the police, proactive. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever you talk about, why didn't they see this coming? Whatever they saw this, and they go, "Hey, listen, even if it's airsoft guns, you're still saying that we're nearest uh, school and all that stuff. You're a problem." You know, I can, so I can tell you the Hillsborough County Sheriff from Chad on down do not mess around, and just because they're not at press conferences, making jokes and calling people, doesn't make them any less effective than these guys you see flashing their face all over TV, like Grady Judd. And I'm not against Grady Judd, but Grady, I, I don't understand Grady Judd's whole point. Like, I just assumed that all these years of him making national headlines that he was going to run for some sort of office, and he's not. He just enjoys being he just loves in Polk County. Yeah. But uh, uh, you, when you don't see that, don't assume that your sheriff is ineffective. I mean, he look at uh, this is a great example of. Uh, also, the the idea that if you're a kid in school and you see something like this, you have to report this now. And he and, and Sheriff Cronister said we take all the reports seriously. We check them all out. We investigate them all because you have to. And that's what they that's what they did in this situation. And this kid's probably just some dumbass who thought this was a little funny TikTok thing to do. And now look at him. You know he's uh, he's going to be in trouble at school. He's going to be in trouble. His family's going to have to pay for a lawyer. I mean, it's just a dumb move. Well, uh, speaking of Grady Judd, did you see the lawyer of the woman that was arrested yeah. uh, last week in connection with the incident at the Lakewood McDonald's where she was uh, 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 twerking out the door and doing yeah. all this stuff, whatever? Yeah. Uh, they're accusing Sheriff J- uh, Grady, Grady Judd of ridiculing and mocking her yeah. because he said she was McDumb and McMahon and all that stuff. <laughs> well, they, did you see that they asked him uh, what, for a comment on that, how she yeah. said? And he, they said, are you concerned with her accusations? And he said, McNo. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Keeping it real. Yeah. Real. Uh, the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was booked on suspicion of driving under the influence of alcohol Oof. Sunday morning after he was involved in a vehicle collision. Uh, a responding CHP officer arrested Paul Pelosi, 82 years old, for alleged DUI involving an alcoholic beverage. What? I mean, smashing just- Porsche. Oof. The frustration uh, that Pelosi's like, you know what this does to me? Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I bet you she's ripping papers right in front of his face. Oh, <laughs> so mad I don't think so, because they've made over $100 million during the COVID thing, so I'm I pretty know. sure they're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, cares? but she's like, do you <laughs> understand how this hurts me now? Yeah. She's going to be dead soon it's anyways. It's not going to affect him at all. He's mm-hmm. going to be dead soon. Probably both. They're very yeah, old. Yeah, 82, driving a Porsche. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the New York Rangers knocked off the Carolina Hurricanes in rally in the second round in Game 7 on uh, last night with a 6-2 to two, uh, win. The Rangers will now face the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning in the East uh, Finals starting tomorrow at 8 p.m. in New York. So what's so great is that um, the Rangers were getting their ass kicked in the beginning by Carolina, and you thought, okay, well, now there it goes for the Rangers. And then the Rangers started fighting back. And last night they put an ass whooping on. They were winning four nothing or three nothing for most of the game. But also Carolina, like for anybody who's like, oh man, if the Rangers know how to really put it, they were playing against a third string goalie, right? And they were just dinking them in around them, and it was, uh, you know, they they were fighting for their season, and they had a Carolina was just plagued with injuries. So uh, great showing by the Rangers to win, come back and take it all in a game seven. But I'm less concerned, and plus our Lightning have had a ridiculous amount of time off to rest, which they need. And uh, now they have one more day today, and then that this game will start tomorrow. Tomorrow is um, the first two games are there, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, so Wednesday tomorrow. and Friday, and then they bring it back here. But 
Uh, if you, what was the, what was the reasoning? I know why. I saw the thing and I made a comment myself. My wife said everybody was talking about it, but that Ticketmaster was was advertising tickets for the first home game as the Tampa versus Carolina. Not uh, to be determined. Oh, really? Yeah. Boy, they, days the whole time, yeah, they had the logo up there and everything. It wasn't a TBD. It was, it was just flat out saying the hurricanes. So. Yeah, so you have tomorrow and Friday are in New York, and then they uh, come back to uh, Tampa on uh, Sunday, June 5th, which will be a afternoon game, 3 o'clock game. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm excited. And uh, I read where the uh, Rangers coach, they were asking him about, you know, taking on the Lightning. And he said, hey, they're back-to-back defending champions for a reason. He said, we are not taking them lightly at all, you know. Yeah, they they asked one of the Rangers players right off the ice, and they're like, you know, you, you have to face the two-time Stanley Cup champion or two-time back-to-back champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. What's the number one thing that you have to overcome for that? And the guy's like, I, I literally just came off the ice <laughs> 30 seconds ago. Can I get some Gatorade? <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, I haven't even put my mind on that yet. Uh, but it's going to be great. I mean, I, I like a north versus south. I like a, a you know an a old solid team like the Rangers taking on a relatively uh, new franchise with the Lightning. Uh, I used to love the very first game that was ever played in Tampa at the Ice Palace was the Rangers uh, versus the uh, Lightning and the Rangers was when they had Gretzky and Messier all on the uh, on the same team. So I have it's the, the tickets that they gave out that night for the first game. The inaugural tickets were giant and they were shaped. They were cut out in the city and like uh, like the skyline of Tampa, if you mm-hmm. will, with the, with the uh, Ice Palace there. And I had it that was signed by Gretzky, oh. Messier, and somebody else. But I have it somewhere. I put it in a book. To stay flat, you know. Yeah, and I just you threw of, away four no, years no. ago. <laughs> I, I have it somewhere for sure. Like no, you really, you don't need looking. an assistant. You need a person that uh, is a keeper of stuff. I just need you. less stuff. Is what I need. Yeah. That's why everybody's like, just throw that out. I can't just throw it out. It may look like a uh, box of old books to you, but God knows what I have in between. I almost threw out a duffel bag that had a Rolex in it the oh. other day. So. Uh, oh. I got yeah. all of them. Uh, by the way, Jason uh, from Twitter saying, no bone TV again, JD. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Come on, we're connected. We're up and running. No, I texted you. There's oh. something wrong with the settings and you yeah. can never You texted Joe me. on the new phone? Oh, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How long ago? What, when did that message come in, Joe? Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. I texted at 7.05. Uh, yeah. What time is it now? 7.37. And I sent a picture and everything. 32 minutes ago. Yeah, that's right. That's She's correct. Yes. <laughs> confirmed. 32 confirmed. minutes. That's no confirmed. That's confirmed. No bone TV. Glad Just, I, I was working on news. I'm sorry, oh, but uh, that is still my well, fault. Well, you're working on news. So, no yeah. one can see it. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Well, I, that's the you problem. I'm back, there, baby. Oh, okay. Looks like it's all black. And Joe, <laughs> anybody who's uh, inquired about hiring the show... Always goes, now what does this guy do? And I go, I, I don't even know. What would you start. say you do here? I literally, like, it, I don't know. Whatever. What, Carmen? It, it just, it's, I don't know. Oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's three, five, I don't know. What don't you know about? I just, I, it's like, I, I am Bone TV now, basically. Oh. Oh. I'm, I'm your back, captain baby. now. I, I am, am the captain, captain now. Okay. <laughs> well, right. like, no one else works in Bone TV. All right. <laughs> Who works on the boat TV in the afternoon? Uh, no nobody. one does. Nobody. No one. Just me. So what do they do? On the own. That's just. I auto- think they're hiring. It's auto automated. Yeah. Nobody cares about this station. No. It yeah. is falling apart right before our eyes. I hate it here. Oh. <laughs> I'm back. Easy. Well, if you want to, uh, <laughs> should I? This is station was a, still a thing. Can no, I? This station up? was a mighty, a mighty power, mm. 
and they just it's falling apart right in front of everybody's eyes and nobody's doing anything about it. Unbelievable. I like how Joe defiantly told Carmen, no, we're up and running. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah. looking at a black totally. screen right now. <laughs> like, totally fine. We're up and running. Do you know how many emails I'm getting and I don't even just don't check them until after the show? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then people yell at me like, uh, or they started out with, I know you have nothing to do with Bone TV. I go, oh, no, why are you dumb? <laughs> Call John Brennan. And you guys want to know why I'm so frustrated on the phones and stuff oh, like this. So I got to deal with this stuff. Mm. Yeah, well, you should. you should. Quit. Wait, oh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Take a ticket. <laughs> uh, you should call an engineer and tell him to go fix it. I'm Carmen TV. Yeah. I mean, basically, that's what it is now. Mm. Well, I, I, have, I, te- I texted Mike Cernak for a, uh, a reset. Because I have four different that. pictures in two videos that go along with Bone TV. And okay, well, we already missed one. Well, all right, we're going to have to wait. <laughs> It's not Joe's fault. It's Carmen's fault. It's not my fault. It's It's working on this end. It's working on this end. No. Connected. I texted. It's not working on that end. He just has his stuff up on your TV. It's not Bone TV. It's It's just Joe showing you guys (laughs) stuff. It's just Mike's TV. That'd be like me holding my phone up to Carmen and go, look at this picture. (laughs) That's not Bone TV. Hey, we're connected. Why isn't it working, Joe? What's the problem? Uh, Usually... Not usually. Sometimes over the weekend, uh, because no one ever goes in there and resets right. it, it it starts to get but, out of sync. So no, it's too far out of sync. It's streaming. Like you can see Galvin and me. Oh, you can. Yeah, but oh. should I draw pictures? Maybe I'll just draw pictures and hold them up to the camera. So why can't they see us, Joe? I don't know. We're I'm connected, just like we are always connected. <laughs> what are you well, connected to? Well, that solves it. Yeah. No, I mean <laughs> we were broadcasting live in one of those gas station TVs yeah. when you get yeah. out of <laughs> full pump gas. We're live in your pump yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Joe streaming into the void. Check your Facebook messages. He might have sent a Facebook invite to everybody. We're, on, <laughs> we're on every Mint Mobile right now. Dude. Yeah. Aliens are getting our signal. Hey, can I tell you something uh, interesting? Um last night I got up to pee when I came back, I like to go through my phone for a little bit so I can mm-hmm. fall until I fall back to sleep. So I got an alert that uh, some new items were available in my Facebook groups that I'm in that they're you know, like local things, people pin things up for sale and stuff. And somebody was selling, I don't even know what it was. Oh, it, it was kind of like a tiny house thing, but it was like a shed, you know? So I was looking at it, and it said it was on, I don't know, it, the way it was worded, I wanted to see more, even though I have no interest in buying it. So I started clicking through, and one of the things that they put on was a picture of it, and they didn't post a picture. They post a screenshot of the picture. So it also shows the pictures at the bottom of the page. Right. That are on his camera roll. Yeah. And picture number three is him laying in bed just holding his crank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, was, was, that's like whenever you see like a, uh, you know, oh, I have a tea kettle for sale and it's a stainless steel and it's just a lady with a big bush. Yeah. You see the reflection of her <laughs> just <laughs> taking the picture and it's like, oh, nice job, yeah. Saggy. Uh, I mean, I've done that before. I've posted screenshots that you could see uh, like a boob shot or something in the bottom, but uh, it's just, it's funny. It's this guy is literally, I don't know that it's that guy. It's somebody just laying in bed. You see a man's legs and you see his hand holding. Oh, the yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Nobody, yeah, I've, I've nobody text- flags it. I texted you before. You did it a couple times. Yeah. And I was like, hey, dude, you may want to check uh, what you got going on there. <laughs> I know. I get a lot of, uh, like, I, I keep everything on my phone. So I have a lot of uh, boob pictures and all that stuff. So I just, uh, well, if I do that, sometimes it comes up. So now I know not to do it anymore because Galvin saved me one time. <laughs> or just yeah. added it, you know. Yeah. Ah, if you do the screenshot, you can just 
at it and do it, or just make the boob shot bigger. Mm. You can find us at the Mike Caltas Show on Instagram. Go <laughs> Not on us. Bone TV, though. I don't know. Are we on Bone TV, Andrew? No. What's going on? Well, I'm, it's, uh, I'm still playing the ad right now. I had to reload it. So we'll, we'll find out. All right. All right. If I can stream us live on Facebook right so now. So you say that Spanish is the producer Facebook. of the show. <laughs> 35 Gio minutes books, after Carmen Tyson. Guess. Mm-hmm. And then what does the old man do? It's a, the, the video guy. Because we've been listening to this He puts show. a nice dent in the bar cart, Bailey. Yeah. yeah. It seems to us that the video is never working. Spanish <laughs> is choking to death right now. Listen. <laughs> back. We're back, baby. Well, we can't see him. We can hear him, though. No, it's the one guy's the one guy's father? It's Spanish's father? No, not really. But they they live with whores? No, they live on Whore Island, but it's yeah. not. Oh, in the ocean? No, it's not really an island. Oh, man. It's hard to explain. It's you guys had explain. salt cracker? Yeah, we did. Did you? Cracker, yep. <laughs> no, Uncle Cracker. Liability. I don't remember that. <laughs> Uncle Cracker was here, yeah, singing and cooking. Oh, man. A uh, Treasure Island surf shop had quite a mess to clean up uh, after police say Lakeland man defecated on its floor and then used a shirt to wipe up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. according to the know. Treasure Island uh, Police Department, Gary Peter Bush, who is 69 years old, walked Come into, on. That's his name. Peter Bush? Uh, walked into the surf-style shop, uh, exposed his genitalia, and then proceeded to defecate on the floor near the dressing room. Witnesses told police that Bush wiped himself with a shirt belonging to the store, creating a biohazard. Uh, Bush was arrested later in the day after being recognized by the store manager. Bush is facing charges of criminal mischief and exposure of sexual organs. Gross. Yeah. Mm. You see him, he's a gross little Ugh. white guy. Did you guys hear what Grandpa did? <laughs> yeah, what? Oh. He's typical beach scum. Oh, yeah. He looks like he just lives under the oh. uh, under the dock. And, yeah, yeah, but do it under the dock. What are you going in the surf shop for? <laughs> I, can, you know why? Can I, can I guess? Because he probably went in there looking for a bathroom or something and just lost it. Couldn't do it anymore. Or they said customers only. A lot of times in right. the beach, yeah. you have to be a paying customer to use the restroom. Oof. Yeah, as I get older, I'm not going to lie to you. As I get older, the more I do things that make Like, I coughed the other day, and I was like, whoa. Oh. I, just, I just cough a poop. I didn't, but I feel, I feel yeah, like I did, yeah. you know. A hard sneeze will do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that then, too. then you're already in it, so you might as well just use one of their shirts to yeah. <laughs> clean up. Well, well, like, well, there's options. Yeah, I already, I'm already in. Like, yeah. in for a penny, in for a pound. <laughs> Don't look at me while I do this. Yeah. I'm not that mad at this guy. If I was, if I, if that was me, I'd, I go. All right, I'm already going to jail. I might as well, have a clean, <laughs> might as well have a clean butt while I go. You know? or, or you would say, listen, I'm going to pay for all of this. I have zero res. They can come over. Right. And yeah. I'll also charge me for this shirt because <laughs> guess what's happening? Next? <laughs> oh no. Gross. Oh, <laughs> I, I what I I said something to oh we play um in my in my car sometimes the family we'd play uh would you rather family edition mm-hmm. and I ask my uh, kids ridiculous questions about my would you rather have Uncle John breathe his breath in your face or grandpa <laughs> fart in your face like Ooh. one of those I like, just made that one up like just like all I take family members just put them in gross situations. And I said something to my wife. I it was her turn. And I go, "Would you rather?" Oh, I go, "Would you rather have to clean uh, Uncle Pete's dirty laundry or Uncle John's dirty dirty laundry?" And Amanda goes, "Well, because I know both of them have pooped their pants before, it really doesn't. It doesn't really matter." And I was like, "You're right." 
That's true. Yeah. They have all. Uh, <laughs> Pete had multiple occasions of where he's pooped his pants. Sometimes it happens. Yeah, Hooters. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes oh, once you leave Hooters and you're like, oh, that was good. You're like, oh boy. Oh, yeah. Has anybody ever? Around. Has anybody ever pooped in your hallway? Uh, just me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just me. Exactly. On, on on paper, where it made this noise. Oh no, no, yeah. No, 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 no. no, what's it? Like the tap. The, oh, the no. like if it fell on a newspaper. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Did you see the dummy that threw the cake at the Mona Lisa? Yeah, I actually uh, have that story next, but uh, you won't see it because we don't have video. A 36-year-old man (laughs) in Paris is facing charges for using a piece of cake to vandalize the Mona Lisa on Sunday. Uh, He was disguised as an old woman in a chair and had a wig on and everything. Uh, Apparently, it was so he could gain access to the handicap area right next to the painting. He smeared the cake, uh, then security removed him from the building, and it uh, ended up being some weird climate change protest. Uh, while they were I don't uh, even believe that. walking the guy out, he yelled, quote, artists tell you to think of the earth. That's why I did this. Uh, the Mona Lisa itself wasn't damaged because it's behind bulletproof glass ever yeah. since someone threw a rock at it back in 1956. Someone else tried to douse it with acid. Uh, a woman also threw a mug at it in 2009. Jesus. The uh, pastry guy uh, tried to smash the glass before smearing the cake, but couldn't break it, obviously. Uh, he's being investigated for damaging a cultural artifact. It's If you've ever been there, it's unremarkable. You you turn the corner, you expect to see it, and you go, oh. Eh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty, when you get up close and you can look at the detail of it and you see it, it's pretty beautiful and you, it's pretty amazing to think, I've seen this and read about it and it's old and this that, and here it is, cool. But, I mean... It's way smaller than you think it it's is. It's way small and you also know that there's no way you're going to damage it. It's mm. protected and these people, this is probably just going to be some YouTube idiots. That, oh, it's for the Earth. You know, it's not. Yeah, Steve O is for the whales yeah. too. Uh, you just people just want to get in the paper and they want to do dumb stuff. And I like the idea that he snuck in though. That, That's what he yeah. As an old lady. Yeah. Nobody, also, not Da Vinci's best work. Wait, what yeah, is? I agree. Huh? The helicopter he designed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. There's a lot of tools. Oh, it's unbelievable! Uh, all the stuff that he has in that book. Yeah, I believe those people had uh, time machines. Either time machines or he was visited by aliens and they gave him all kinds of... Because uh, right. got to be aliens. Well, because yeah. he disappeared for a while. And then when he came back you know? from his pilgrimage... Well, I mean, that's what the historians say. Yeah, he went for a walk. They were like, where, for where years? is Leo? Where's <laughs> Leo? He was, like, he was like, I'm moving over here. and just, <laughs> Nobody can keep track on it. He yeah. could have been like three houses maybe, down. Maybe you're right. It was. Yeah. it was much easier to disappear back then. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Without yeah. Facebook? Yeah. Two miles away from his house. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea where he was. A pilgrimage. <laughs> Stop. He's smoking grass in the woods. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. or he just decided to move, yeah. chase a girl for a couple of years. That's it. And then <laughs> he came back and he was like, oh, I was on a, I, a yeah. pilgrimage. <laughs> You don't want to be embarrassed and be like, she broke up with me after I walked all the way out there. And now I have a helicopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I came up with this. You turn it upside down, it's just a broken heart. (laughs) Oh, Leo. Uh, Someone pulled over 1,000 Americans ahead of summertime and found out that dad bods are still trendy. Uh, 70% of women and 49% of men are fans of the dad bod. Three quarters of the people defined it as a guy who is still somewhat fit, but with a little extra padding. Uh, 49% overall said dad bods are sexy and just under half of those people would prefer a dad bod over a guy who's all muscle. If that's what you're into, that's good news. Uh, there might be more dad bods out there than ever. 31% of men who uh, who have uh, have one said that they're developed it during the pandemic. I feel like this is like a nice way of continuing to say that Americans are just getting yeah. fatter and fatter. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, like, but, hey. 
think about it. So at first I thought about this and I was like, no, really, you're going to pick a dad bod over a guy with that? But uh, but I tell you, there's a lot of women that don't like the real super muscular guys. They just don't like it. It's not. But women like to well, be. I think super muscular, yes. There, there's a very specific type that likes super muscular guys. Right. There's plenty of women that like guys with a flat stomach, good, you know, have abs, whatever. And then there's women that like dad bods. But there, it's. I don't think it's like, oh, everyone in the world loves dad bods and stuff. No. There's plenty of girls who are like, no, this guy's too fat. But it's the same way. <laughs> I, it's the same way I look at a girl, and I'm like, I don't want that. And I'm not. I'm not trying to be like, uh, oh, he's so sweet. He likes fat girls. No, I. I don't want. Uh, I don't want Lizzo. But I don't. I also don't want super skinny, ribs, uh, yeah, with, rip, with, with hard abs. fake boobs. You know. Listen, I'm telling you right now that I see some of the girls with muscles, and I'm like, God, that's unbelievable. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and yeah, then there's too. also girls that are just like regular girls that right. have yeah. a little extra on them, and they they look good too. Then there's yeah. skinny girls that I'm like, yeah, skinny looks good. Too. I, I'm not mad at a lot of them. No. I mean, if if you're you know a big fat fatty fatty, then I'm like, yeah, not for me. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't Sometimes care. Sometimes the fatty fatty's got a beautiful face. You're like, man, fatty fatty's got a pretty yeah. face. Right. There's, there's if she a, lost a bunch of weight, it'd be better. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would say for the most part, I like an average an average girl, like an average weight girl. I Like Danielle, I think, is hot, but I think Danielle's too skinny, yeah. you know? Um, like for me, like for my for my taste, not that, uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, if you, I'm trying to go around the building in my head. Uh, if you, the, to me, the, the, that, the mom bod is, is kind of hot. Who has a mom bod that you know? I'm trying to think that I get somebody in common that I could say that's not going to sue me. (laughs) No, not anymore. You can't. I'm afraid. Yeah, don't do that. Canceled. Yeah, canceled. Um, I can't. Don't do it. Going through the hallways, Danielle, I said was too skinny. Mom bod. (laughs) Sam doesn't have a mom bod. I mean, some people could be offended by the term mom bod. Yeah. But a, da- a guy won't be offended by dad bod, obviously. I'm a fat double standard. Oh, good. You but, don't um, have a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> Knew that was coming. <laughs> Gio has a dad bod. Thank yeah. you. Okay. <laughs> <He just goes. laughs> Would you like me to read the definition again? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gio's find it as a guy who is still somewhat fit, yeah. but with a little extra padding. That's somewhat exactly you know, he's out of the first That's category. exactly how I would describe Gio, myself. have you ever been fit in your life? <laughs> yes. When? Yes. Remember when he had his skinhead? Yeah, he fit in the door today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, technically, if you weighed yourself, would you be considered obese or normal? Yeah, but I, I think I would be considered yeah, obese. the yeah. obese no. thing is kind of... Yeah, I weighed myself over the weekend. I weighed 158 pounds. I'm oh, pretty sure ooh, that's obese ooh, for my 5'6 stature. Um, yes. Well, they like, don't have... Like, I don't like this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it goes by also how tall you are. Gio, how tall are you? 6'1". Okay, 6'1". And get, how much do you scale. weigh? I don't know. 6'1". I feel like that's, feel like that's <laughs> yeah. an invasive question. 6'1". Spanish, you're a 5'5"? Five, five? Six, five, six. Mm. Liar. Mm. No, I swear, I just no. went to the doctor the other day. No, Dr. Pasqu- I swear to God, and he measured me. He said 5'6". Yeah, six. Yeah. Deep Pasquale is nice. Yeah. He puts no, he like, said 5'6". Nobody can leave his shoes on. He said 5'6", then he giggled and tickled my belly and <laughs> yeah. said, you're a good kid. Exactly. I swear. Pat you on the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you said you're 150? You're, yeah. You're no, no, I'm 158. Okay, oh, yeah. so close to 160, because <laughs> they go by 10s. Um, no, you're fine. Yeah? Yeah, you're in the yellows. It goes like... Starting to get dangerous. Yeah. You're yeah. like close, Border. but yeah, no, you're, you're what good. What is bright red? <laughs> what does that mean? That's bad. Yeah. Oh, Not man. good. See? Mm. Yeah. You're normal. Thank in, you. In, in Spanish. Oh, Spanish you, is you. normal. What is it, Gio? 
I have a granddad bod. <laughs> I've actually I've banged a few girls that had dad bods. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, something. Uh, speaking of dad bods, the return of Taco Bell's Mexican pizza yes. generates so much interest that locations are selling out across the country. Uh, Taco Bell says it'll be back before the end of the year. This time. For good. Yeah. The people want it. Bring yeah. it back and yeah. keep it there. Have you uh, had it? Have you had it since it's oh, back? Yeah, of course. Oh, I love it. All right, that's another thing, though. Stop sending me that. People <laughs> sending me talk- Taco Bell's thing that the pizza's back. Oh, what? So what do you think? I don't get the same internet that you get, that all you people have to send that to me. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. I, maybe it's because we talked about it on the show, but we see it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, it's back? <laughs> uh, happy National Smile Day. Hey, hey smile, everyone. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't know if we were smiling or not. Can't see us. Yeah, can't no, see us. Can't see you. Have Good no job, yeah. We're not back up? No. 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 Definitely not. What are you well, watching over there? Definitely not. <laughs> uh, Carmen and I just see ourselves in the <laughs> giant black screen. Yeah, that's right. That's exa- I see it now. I'm, that's confirmed. That's exactly what's going on. Oh, confirmed. thanks, Joe. Way to be on top of me. Thank you. So are you going to fix it? Don't say it aggressively yeah. like I did it. You know? <laughs> Nothing. He said. <laughs> like... I can't do anything from here. I texted Mike Cernak. Did he text you? Yeah. What were you going to say, Carmen? We're halfway through the show? I, I mean, we're like 50 minutes into when I texted him. Right. Cernak restarted it. Obviously, that wasn't the problem because we're live. There's a setting issue. So set it. Well, I texted Joe to ask him, and I sh- I sent a picture, and he hasn't sent anything back to me. <laughs> I got its back from you. You're the worst. You're the worst with you the You did what, Joe? I got... Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Says the screen, you're, say, you're saying the screen isn't showing up. I... Right, and I texted you, and I sent you a picture, and I'm on the normal settings that we're always on, and for whatever reason, your screen isn't showing up on the Skype screen. I bet it's not even plugged in Should I there. pour some Coca-Cola on it? That yep. might, I think that might help at this point. <laughs> so you're saying Spanish, the executive producer, and Geo books to get. What is the old man doing in? Video, you say? Okay. No video. All right. This is going to be a hard sell. Viddy, no. Very difficult. I am recording it, though. Just, recording uh, what? I'm recording what I'm doing over here. <laughs> For who? Playing Parcheesi. Right. What is that going to do? You is know. it going to play record. it later? Is it yeah, plugged in? You know, I figure posterity. <laughs> you know. What? Oh. It, I, you know, another P word? Poverty. That's what you're going <laughs> to Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to say pandering for a second. Cruise's star-spangled blockbuster, Top Gun Maverick, capped off Memorial Day weekend with a box office debut for the record books. The sequel, which sees Cruise return to the cockpit after 36 years, collected $156 million in its first four days of release. Those ticket sales were enough to overtake Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, which launched with $153 million over the long weekend in 2007 as the biggest Memorial debut in history. But not anymore. Top Gun Maverick knocked it off. How you like that? It's worth it. Yeah. I walked out of that movie theater for the Pirates movie. Wait. <laughs> Amanda and I went to go see it, and for some reason, I got up and I was like, I gotta go pee. And I got up and I went out there and I called Pete, and I was sitting out in the hallway talking to him, and finally heard noises. Where are you? Oh, I'm at the movies. 
So you're in the movie? I go, no, I just walked out. This movie's terrible. Stupid <laughs> pirates. And I'm like, I, I just wasn't into it at all. <laughs> I read the Captain Jack Sparrow. And I was mad at my wife for not being as pretty as Kira Knightley. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I would be too. <gasps> what? Well, that was rude. Rude. It was a joke. Yeah. Bad she job. doesn't have a mom bod. Karen, Karen, uh, Nightly. Nightly, yeah. uh, she has a little boy bod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a uh, wide receiver with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was arrested on DUI charges Sunday morning, according to police. Tampa Bay uh, Police Department uh, said that officers saw Travis Zion Johnson, 25, driving at high speeds and weaving through lanes on Dale Mabry around 5.14 a.m. on Monday. According to the police, he refused to give a sample after being arrested. Uh, Johnson, a graduate of Montana State, was signed by the Buccaneers practice squad in uh, September 2021, according to the Buccaneers. Yeah, that's pretty stupid this day and age. I don't. I mean, they, I don't know how much they make. I know the league minimum to play as players, like in the six hundred thousand. So a practice squad player probably makes hundred grand, maybe half of that. Yeah, or, or even a hundred. I grand. think it's like two fifty. Yeah, is Still, the minimum. Not bad when you're twenty five. No, it's actually pretty good. But you should be take able to take an Uber. You know. Yeah. Um, if I if you see me driving and swerving. I can assure you I'm not drunk. I'm catching Pokemons. Wait. <laughs> I am so back into Pokemon so hard right now. Um, I'm 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 just a mere like 200,000 points away from uh, leveling up to level 41. And nobody I know is level 41. And Ooh, tell was, me when you get to level 42. Well, I was like, I will be the greatest Pokemon player. And then I played some guy the other day who was a level 50. Oh, my God. Um, it almost made me quit. <laughs> Broke my heart. Was What's like, the 50. highest level? I don't know, for a while, it was 40. And then uh, I went to 41, and I was like, I have broken the the glass ceiling. And then this guy went. See, you got to be careful with games like that because that's where they get you with the pay-to-play, where you could pay extra money to advance no, your I'm character. Yeah. yeah. Little level 42. I have no idea what this is. The band, level 42. Yeah, I know you keep saying that, but I don't know this. Oh. Yeah, I don't know this. Is this this their hit? Yeah, this is their biggest song. This is uh, Lessons in Love. If my Pokemon starts singing this at level 42, I'll be very impressed. That'd be something. (laughs) That would be something. Uh, by the way, they say the uh, salary for practice squad is $9,200 per week or $165,600 for 18 weeks. It's a pretty good gig to play football. For 18 weeks. Yeah. yeah. And just practice. Right. So you don't, you're not yeah, you're, like, really getting hit or anything like that. You don't have to play in the game. What happened? I don't know. I thought Joe disconnected the radio station. <laughs> Uh, San Francisco Giants manager Gabe Kapler will no longer take the field for the national anthem because of gun violence, uh, and that won't change until he feels, quote, better about the direction of our country. Hey, hey, Gabe, nobody cares about you or the sweat hugs. Uh, Listen, don't, first of all, nobody cares about baseball, and second of all, stay in your hole. What do you think that's going to change? What do you think that's going to do? Yeah. Oh, we got to fix this. Old Gabe Kapler ain't coming out. Yeah, we're we not going to be able to see him uh-huh. during the oh, thing. Boy. We got to stop gun violence because I need to see my Gabe. Yeah, that's just that's just that's dumb and that's self serving to me. Yeah, that's him coming out, him coming out and saying it, and announcing it to the world. It's his, it's him just pushing his agenda. Notice me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a player anymore. I'm a uh, a manager, and I want some attention. Mm-hmm. That's it. Good luck. <laughs> 
I don't know what this is, but I want it to be my theme music whenever I walk in a room. Here he comes. I know I'd go from, from ranks to riches. Ray Liotta passed away. Crazy. The actor known for his roles in Goodfellas, Field of Dreams, and many other movies has died. He was 67 years old. They say Ray was working on a project in the Dominican Republic called Dangerous Waters. When he passed away, he died in his sleep. Now... Just like out of uh, nowhere, right? Like no health issues or concerns. Yeah, but I, I mean, I just, I, in my head, I think Ray Liotta is a big cokehead. But I think that only because Henry Hill. Right. So yeah, I don't really yeah. know Ray Liotta. But I, you know what I think, dude? Chantix got him. Yeah. 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 Have you seen uh, Kyle Dunnigan do Ray Liotta? Yes. Oh, the yes. Chantix. I got Chantix. Yeah. <laughs> What's Chantix? <laughs> he has no idea what it is. He's yeah. so funny. You know, Chantix was a thing that he was taking to stop smoking or yeah. that he did the advertisement for. Right. And uh, a lot of people I know that took it had problems with it, like had mood swings and stuff. And uh, I know Shannon Burke blames all of his mishaps because he was taking Chantix, oh. and he's done a lot of stuff. Um, so I don't know. I don't. But uh, I I put up a thing was uh, Ray Liotta's honey, and I put karma at the bottom. And I can't tell you how many people were like. Finally, somebody was like, I don't get this. Please explain it to me. And a couple people were like, I didn't get it either, but I didn't want to be the first one to say, how have you not seen the B-movie? The B-movie is one of the best movies ever, especially for an animated movie, the Jerry Seinfeld B-movie, where we, they found out that Ray Liotta was stealing the honey from the bees and then selling it as his own honey. Ray Liotta was a bad man in the yeah. B-movie, and that was his <laughs> karma. Bad B. Bad B. Uh, I, I can't believe how many people didn't know that and didn't see that. I love that goddamn movie. I've seen that movie a million times. It's so funny. It's no Encanto, I'll tell you that. Uh, it's not, Encanto's not funny, really. How many times I have you seen it, it in Spanish? I've seen it probably 15 times Lies. now. So wow. good. Man, wow. Bruno. Seems we don't talk like about you were seeing it last. I thought it was 19 I've, You know, sometimes i got to take away some, some views, right. you know what I mean, yeah, and go back views. forward. That's yeah. not how that works. Mm. It's I view full it. views. <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you watch it on Bone TV? That's why you're taking it away? So, best Ray Liotta movie besides Goodfellas. Uh, best Ray Liotta movie besides not Good the Many Saints of Newark. No, uh, no, no, I did like uh, I did like the one um, where he was. Uh, what was it? The bad cop? Where was it? Internal Affairs or what was that called? I'm trying to think of. Uh, it wasn't Internal Affairs. He was also good in Copland too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's a good actor. He was in the movie. The first movie I ever saw him it was in Something Wild, uh, which yeah. is the movie that I talked about. That was. That showed the movie theater that I was in. I was in watching this movie, and uh, during a driving scene, Jeff, what's his name from Dumb and Daniels? Dumber? Jeff oh, yeah. Daniels drives past the movie theater that we're in, and we had no idea. Uh, but anyway, he uh, plays, the line, the line is the one I was thinking with him he, and uh, uh, Andy Garcia. He oh. plays such a psychotic ex-boyfriend in that movie, Something Wild. That that's the one that that uh, Martin Scorsese saw that said we have to get this right. movie. So see, I'm so used to him being the Henry Hill character that yeah. when I saw him as the father in Blow, that was the first time that I was like, man, Ray Liotta is a really good actor to be able to be a gangster. But then you feel so bad for him as a dad when he's having that talk with his son after yeah. the party, and he's like, I know you're doing something to have all this. You got to uh, cut it out. Hey, uh, I always tell you about this story. So one time I was in. New York, when we were hanging out with Vincent Pastor, remember when Big Pussy used to hang out with us for mm -hmm. a while? And he, Vinny Pastor called me 
And he was like, hey, what are you doing? I go, I'm in, I'm actually in New York right now. He's like, yeah, I'm right over here at this restaurant. We just, they were filming a commercial for an alarm company in New York, and they were having like a rap party. And he goes, come meet us over here. A bunch of guys from The Sopranos are here. I was like, all right, cool. So I got there, and there were a bunch of guys from The Sopranos there. It was amazing to look around and see all their faces. And one of the guys was the guy from Goodfellas that, uh, owns the club that they go in with Paulie and they have to burn the club down, the one that Joe Pesci hits no with offense. the bottle. No offense, yeah. Right. Tony Darrow is his real name. So he's telling me, Tony Darrow tells me this story, and this is, I mean, this is 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more, maybe 12 years ago, and he goes, uh, so I'm in Atlantic City, I'm a performer, I do live nightclubs and stuff, and he goes, and I get this call that Martin Scorsese wants to meet with me, and I think, Ming, how do you, not, how do you say no to Martin Scorsese, you know? He goes, but I didn't want to go because the time that I was spent away from Atlantic City, I was losing money. So I go, I went out to meet with him, and the whole point was he wanted authentic Italian people. He didn't want actors. So he goes, I see him. And he's this little thing. It's like friend, little thing. And they go, uh, Tony, this is Martin Scorsese, and he says, thank you so much for coming. And I went to shake my hand. I smack his hand out of the way, and I go, uh, and he goes. Make this quick, huh? I'm losing money. I don't want to, you know. And, and he like, and he said, "That's it. He's got the part right there." And that he stole. He told me that story years and years ago. And then yesterday, I saw Tony Darrow was on Chaz Palminteri's podcast, and he tells the story, and he tells the exact same story he told me with, with curses in it and all that stuff. And he said, "You know, I get there and I see Scorsese, so I start doing stick." And he goes, "Hey, nice to meet you." He goes, "Nice smack him," and I go. What are you making me coming down here? I'm not an actor. I don't know what you want from me. I got work to do. And he goes, well, he's in. He's authentic. He's a same story. Same story that he told the first time. And I thought that that was cool because, you know, anybody can make it up one time, you know. But if you tell the same story 12 years later, pretty good at uh, at locking that in. I, probably I don't know. Happened. I, probably happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was cool. It was cool to see. All those guys look exactly the same. Their hair color never changes. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Uh, by the way, the first time Mo has ever texted me anything of any importance that we actually agree on. It was he, what? He loves level 42? Oh, no, Unlawful Entry was the movie with uh, Kurt Russell and oh, Ray yeah. Liotta where he's a bad cop in Madeline Stowe. Oh, yeah, well, they're building the that? nightclub. They're building the nightclub and... Uh, and yeah, Kurt Russell spent all his money restaurant, on the nightclub. I think it is. A restaurant, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember because uh, Madeline Stowe was so goddamn hot. I couldn't blame Ray Liotta for going after. Yeah, mm. he comes to he comes for like a disturbance, and then he ends up being like a stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, movie. that was really good. I like that. Uh, former Minnesota Vikings cornerback Jeff Gladney was killed in a car accident on Monday near Dallas. Uh, Gladney signed a deal with the Arizona Cardinals during the 2022 offseason. He was only 25 years old. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, another one, man, a lot, of, a lot of people going down. Yeah, but let's be honest, a lot of people going down, no points. No, no points. George Sapiro. Uh, Shapiro, sorry, uh, producer and longtime manager of Jerry Seinfeld, Carl Reiner, Andy Kaufman, and other comedy stars, died on May 26th at his home in Beverly Hills. He was 91 years old. No points. No That's points. That's a good life. No yeah. Points. Uh, uh, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, this is news from uh, back in the day, has cleared Robert Wagner in its investigation into the death of his late wife, Natalie Wood. No Remember, way. that's been going on forever, sure. ever. Yeah, so they cleared him, uh, saying, quote, all leads in Natalie Wood case have been exhausted, and the case remains an open, unsolved case. What about uh, 
What Christopher about Walken? Christopher Walken? Yeah, is he I cleared? Know. I don't know whether he's cleared or not, but uh, they have cleared Robert, Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner loved Natalie Wood. And she, he had a boat, and she didn't. She never wanted to go on the boat because she was afraid of the water, and she couldn't swim. And for some reason, Robert Wagner, Christopher Walken, and Natalie Wood go out on a boat in the middle of the night or at nighttime, and they go out there, and then she ends up drowning, and the two of them come back fine, and everybody's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine." And they said she slipped off the deck, right? And they couldn't jump in after her. Right, two of them. Dumbasses. <laughs> I don't know. And, they, and now they're like, whatever. It's been so many long to say he's cleared. Yeah. Nobody's oh. going to prove anything now. Oh, and poor Natalie Wood is dead. Oh. Robert Wagner, you murderer. <laughs> uh, finally, in news, Netflix just began streaming comedian Norm MacDonald uh, doing a run through of what would have been his uh, final stand up comedy special. Norm died of cancer before he could perform it because he was had it all together and stuff, but COVID was going on, so he couldn't get out to any of the clubs. Uh, here is just a uh, bit of the... Uh, of no the, audience, right? It's just him? No, it's just him in front of his computer at home. And so it makes it weird. I watched it, and there's definitely funny stuff because it's Norm, you know, so there's funny stuff in there, but it's weird to watch a special like that, like some guy just in front of his computer doing a routine for you. You know what I mean? It comes across yeah. kind of weird and stuff, but, uh, oops, hold on. Music's still going there. Uh, here is a little bit of uh, Norm MacDonald from his uh, Netflix stand-up special. I love doing gigs, and I miss it, you know, especially casinos. Those were my favorite gigs because I'm a degenerate gambler, as it turns out. <laughs> and I think the casinos know that. Often they'll pay me in chips, which I find that's, that's not nice. <laughs> Uh, just the way he said, it turns out I'm a degenerate gambler, <laughs> but it is weird because there's no laughter, yeah. you know, there's no audience there with it or anything like that, but it is a lot of funny stuff. But I thought the really cool thing is they have that. And then at the end of it, they have, uh, David Letterman, Dave Chappelle, Molly Shannon, Conan O'Brien, Adam Sandler, and David Spade all there in a room kind of telling stories about Norm MacDonald because I guess this was a memorial that they did and then they had those guys come in and actually watch this special and discuss it and stuff. But uh, I thought this was pretty funny. Here is a clip of Adam Sandler talking about going to Norm's uh, apartment because they lived in the same apartment complex at the time. He goes, which was always a weird thing to go to Norm's apartment, but what he saw in the refrigerator. Here's Adam Sandler. And I say, you got any soda? (laughs) And I open up his fridge. And I swear to God, $25,000 worth of Atlantic, yeah. Atlantic City chips are in his fridge. And I go, what's this? He goes, oh, I won big. So why didn't you cash it in, buddy? He goes, um, well, I brought it here so I could talk to Bernie Brillstein to see how I don't have to pay taxes on it. <laughs> so I go, oh, and he goes, yeah, yeah so I bring it back Monday. And he told me no matter what, I got to pay taxes. So. You know, it didn't work out there. So whatever, I go, oh, that sucks. So anyways, I see him at Saturday Night Live on Monday. I go, did you cash that in? He goes, I lost it all. (laughs) (laughs) Just the way he does it, and it's such a norm thing because he, like, kind of puts his shoulders forward and looks at him and goes, I lost it all. (laughs) Like, that's an exciting thing to say, that you lost $25,000. He was a big gambler, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Him and Artie Lang were buddies, and that's what they really had in common was them just being 
crazy gambler. Yeah, because Conan told a story about uh, Norm being on, and he goes, you know, and before the show, he goes, it's my job to go back and make sure the guests are comfortable and they're going to have a good time and stuff, and Norm had just lost. He goes, I don't know what the amount was, but apparently a lot of money on a game, and it just happened, and he was, like, inconsolable. You know, he he was just freaking out and everything, and he's like, all right, well, let's go do some comedy. <laughs> let's go be funny out there and stuff. But he said, he goes, he goes I would watch some of the shows back after Norm died, and he goes, I realized that Norm coming out, he goes, I'd be laughing before he did anything. Yeah. He goes, I just knew he was going to be funny, and I didn't even have to be there, that he would just take over and do a thing. Like, he'd come out and sit down, and he'd go, I just bought a farm. And he goes, I knew it was total <laughs> BS and stuff. He goes, but I was just waiting to hear how it all tied together and stuff. It was funny. He uh, was on our show and in studio with us, and I had had anxiety about it all day. And then at the end of the interview, I told him, I said... I have uh, I, I have had weird anxiety about you being on the show. And he's like, me? Why? I go, because you're so weird. And he started laughing. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Like, he, he knew it. And then I said to him, um, oh, you used to, I, that's right. You used to bang L. McPherson. And he did a spit take. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, boom. <laughs> that was great. I made, I made my day. I like Norm. He was, he was a good dude, man. Uh, David Spade said that, uh, you know, whenever him and Adam Sandler and Norm MacDonald and uh, Rob Schneider, they all went out and did a uh, stand-up tour together. And they had different people in and out of the tour, but they had, like, a group uh, text chat going. And he said that uh, him and Rob, uh, Norm and Rob Schneider were arguing about something to the point where uh, Norm goes, well, I'm the best stand-up comedian in this whole group anyways, whatever. And he goes, and everyone just kind of went, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is it for news. Joe, are we up? We are. Oh! Oh, yeah. What was the problem? I don't know, but uh, I asked Mike Cernak to go in there and make sure that we were connected, and he did so, and we are now back. Oh. Thank you, Mike Cernak. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate it. What was really the, the issue? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, Gio. Now, let me, I, I don't know the technical stuff, whatever, but if you had asked an hour ago whenever Carmen texted you, would you have been able to do it, or was there uh, something? Maybe. I, I don't know. I didn't see it. I was busy sitting up news. I'm, I, I understand I'll take the fail, and uh, I apologize. Do you ever look at your phone? Do you ever, like, I, like, I keep mine on a stand? <laughs> And I stare at it like you know. Everyone saw. If there was some sort of like uh, I don't know buzzing activity that could notify you and have to keep it on silent. Yeah, but I have mine on silent too. You're a lot like you're a lot like dealing with my wife. I come home, I call her the whole ride home, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> then I walk in the bedroom, I look at her, and she goes hi. And then I call her right in front of her, and I hear the phone with. Like, oh, you didn't hear that? She goes. Oh, I just heard it now. Oh, God. I, wanna, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I never want to hit her as hard as I do. Wait. To win that. I, 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 one time her. I came home from work, took her phone, and threw it in the pool. I was like, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, hey, where? We lived in Westwood Chapel. I came home. I go, hey, is that your, let me say your phone. And I went outside and I threw it right in the pool. She's like, what are you doing? I go, you don't use it. What do we need <laughs> it for? It's, I've been calling you for an hour. You don't answer it. Why do we need the phone? Ridiculous. Uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Zero Res. You know Zero Res? They've been cleaning my home for years. In fact, we uh, we had some white chairs in my kitchen, and that's just a hard color to have when you have kids. And they, we got a new chair, and the old chairs didn't match the new chair because my kids have been sitting on it and using it and spilling food on it. Then Zero Res came in there, and they used their patented ZR water, which had no harsh chemicals, and they cleaned that chair to now it's as white as the brand new chair that we have. And they do the same type of work with your tile, with your carpet. They get anything insanely clean, and they do it with the ZR water, which leaves no uh, trails behind. It doesn't make, keep it damp. Just there to attract more dirt. It's uh, 
<coughs> excuse me, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. And they're, uh, the one thing I like about them is they're so careful with your home. They even put this little plastic thing on the corners of your of the walls so that when they drag the hose in, it doesn't mark up the paint on the walls. I always thought that was so considerate of them. Uh, if you need zero res coming in clean, whether it's a late spring cleaning or you're getting ready for the summer or you got a graduation party, all you need to do is call them today, 813-375-9960. Mention me, Mike Calton, get three rooms of carpet clean for only 109 bucks. You can schedule it right there online at zeroresttampabay.com at Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, zeroresttampabay.com. Uh, three rooms of carpet cleaned for $109 when you mention me, Mike Calton, at zero res. Zero res, spell it backward or forward. It's the right way to clean. Let's uh, take a quick break. When we come back, we'll play a game that we haven't played in a while. Maybe we'll do a little uh, Who's Tweet? How's that sound? All right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we'll give away some tickets because we got a lot of things to blow out, and uh, including we got a Hooters gift card. We've got concert tickets to see. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out, everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 